Hi, this is The Memory Project, an experiment in narrative storytelling from Columbia Journalism School. Each episode, we're going to be dealing with a question. Why were my parents so naive? Why do I carry around a photo of a dead guy I've never met? Why did my family hang a picture of my late uncle in a place where nobody can see him? Here's what we did. We chose a photo, any photo, that evoked a memory. Then we treated this memory like any reporter treats a story. We interviewed, we researched, and then we just sat and thought about it. What really happened and why? We had 15 questions, 15 photos, 15 memories, and now we have 15 true stories to share with you. Welcome to The Memory Project. Every episode, we talk to one of the 15 writers about the photo that set their story in motion. This episode, we're talking to Sarah Dadouche about her photo. Can you talk a little bit about what your picture is about? So I have multiple photos. Uh, my cousin went into Damascus for the first time in years uh, in September and he he took photos of my house and I asked him to send them to me, but he said no because he was worried I was going to be too sad because I hadn't been there in five years. Um, but I said please send them anyway, and so he did. And it was it's just it's just a few photos of my house um, where my other cousin and his wife and their baby live now. So it was it's you know my my room instead of it just being my room the. The furniture is a little bit rearranged. There's a photo of a baby on the blue wall, which is weird. Um, I think there's a crib because I can see that my bed is no longer there. It just looks a lot more bare. And, you know, the rest of the rooms are pretty much the same. There's just photos of my cousin's wife who I've only met once. So it feels like there are strangers' photos in my house. And the thing that's exactly the same that hasn't changed is first our kitchen and then the view from our apartment's um, balcony, which is just this beautiful, one of the most beautiful views in my city, which is just like all of this greenery and then the the small houses trickling up this massive mountain that just goes as far as the ice can see. Do you have a memory of being in your apartment, like in your room that for the last time? or I, I don't have last memories. That's, I think, what makes me sad. When you go to a place so often, you don't think of taking photos every time because you think you're always going to come back. So that was the main point of what the memory was going to be, was what it's like to miss a place without, without ever getting a chance to say goodbye to it. We're going to close the episode by reading an excerpt from Sarah's story. Our theory is if the first couple of words don't give you the zets, a Yiddish word for the hook, then you won't read on. So here's a bit of Sarah's piece. The day before I missed my plane back home and got stuck in California for a week, I received an email from my father. The subject line read, The view from my window last week made me think of you. The email itself consisted of an attached photo taken from our apartment's balcony in Damascus. 
It showed the big park across from my building, covered in snow, the trees leaning sideways from its weight. It was the first Damascus winter I'd missed, and as I stared at the photo, I realized I had never seen that much white covering my usually warm city. My family was enjoying the biggest snowfall the city had seen in 30 years, while I stared at a screenshot halfway around the world, the California sun shining outside my window, as it always does. The next day, I missed my flight. I went back home for three days, cried myself to sleep every day, and cried when I woke up and realized I was still not home. All my friends had left for break. My $300 laptop from Best Buy broke and died on me, and my red flip phone had no internet capabilities. I read four books and ate fried chicken sandwiches in bed. I went back to the airport extra early to catch my makeup flight. We can't put you on the flight, the woman at the desk snapped at me. There's a snowstorm in Europe, and everything is canceled. Writers need readers. If you like Sarah's work, become her reader by going to medium.com slash memory project to read the rest of her piece. Thanks for listening. The music for this episode was composed by Axel Tree, Kai Engel, and Steve Combs. The Memory Project was edited by Michael Shapiro and James Robinson. This podcast was produced by Sarah Dadouche, Kate Koff, and Aaron Hudson. For more information, please go to medium.com slash memoryproject. project.